what's up? No, much. How are you? You know what? I just finished eating, so I thought you went to bed. So. No, no, no. I my phone died for some odd reason. Um, oh, that's okay. It happens. And then, yeah. And then I was like, it's like I was just waiting for you to like message. So I was just like watching Grey's Anatomy. And then all of a sudden I look over and my phone literally is like off. And I was like, huh? And then, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Preston's like pissed off at me. And I'm like, no, oh my no. God. Actually, I had something else I was working on. So I went back to that. And then I was like, I'm going to eat. And then if you're up, we'll still do it. You know? Yeah. Football until Saturday, the first game of the week. So. I was like, you know, if we could do it now, that's great because it's done. But then, yeah. and that's how I like to be way ahead if I can be. Definitely. Because I've been on a great schedule so far, to be honest. So I'm really happy with this, how this year's starting. So I'm starting off on the right foot. I'm getting, I got everything in motion. Definitely. Things past me right now. Did you hear? What, what did I hear what? I won my fantasy league. Yes. You did mention that. I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I beat 11 other men who literally did not, like, they literally thought I was real, like, an easy, like, they're like, oh, girls don't know how to do fantasy football. But you said, no way. No. You're an iron shield. I know. I literally... Yeah, they're like bow down to the queen. I was like, yes. So I got money. I know. (laughs) I got money and I get to name our league next year. That's pretty cool, Perks. There you Mm -hmm. go. So. Well, then uh, that's, you know, what we say to the audience. Hey, you know, Kimmy's been gone. She buckled down to win her (laughs) fantasy league. Now she's returned to give out her winning picks for week 18. That's how we build you up here to be a superstar. You're welcome. Press the super show makes stars. <laughs> they leave here, they go be a star somewhere. That's Definitely. how it always works. That's mm-hmm. how it always works. <laughs> the, the first game is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. And that is actually a really interesting game because the Steelers want that game really bad. Mm-hmm. So they really want that game bad. And yeah. the Ravens have an opportunity to rest guys because they clenched the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the playoffs with the first bye. Mm-hmm. Steelers have that nine and seven record. They uh, outdid themselves this year after it looked like it was heading all downhill. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens, 13 and three, but they're very comfortable at home. But I think the problem with them is they are going to rest some players. And that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to sneak one out there against the Baltimore Ravens. Steelers are the favorites on the spread, minus three and a half. So Steelers are the favorites. So I think the sports books are agreeing with my line of thinking. Yeah. And the total is 36 and a half. So I believe that that total will also stay under. And Mason Rudolph won't have a big explosive game against this Ravens defense. But they'll have enough running to slow down that Ravens defense and then after they get done running around and figuring out how they're going to do this thing they're going to winning this game with some field goals beat the Ravens but Kimmy what do you think happens in this game who do you believe wins this game yeah um I fully agree with you like 
we're coming into like the last like the last weekend of regular season um this is i believe the first year they've actually done week 18 games so most like for some teams this is kind of just like a meh game like this would be considered a meh game to like the ravens even though like yeah like they're number one seed but i 100 percent agree they're gonna be resting guys for their playoff run they want to go deep into the playoffs and um i truly think like steelers are gonna win this week um i agree with you i agree with sports books it's kind of a no-brainer because like obviously baltimore will go out and try quotation marks try by a it's like Pittsburgh's still playing for like their spot so yeah like Baltimore's have clinched uh like home field advantage they're the number one speed this is a game that they're gonna try quotation mark and um basically I agree with you I agree with the sports better books like obviously like Steelers are probably gonna just a sports book just calls a sports book yeah. <laughs> it is a sports you tell me how I don't bet like sports better book I mean that is true you tell me how I don't bet um but I yeah like someone from the north what's that I'm not even that far away from <laughs> Chicago but alright no um, I mean like yeah it was maybe someone from a little bit north of me would say that too but yeah like, I mean, for the Ravens, it, it's got to be like to get to a 14 win season, yeah, would be huge before yeah. the play. But I, I don't, you know, there's no reason to play Lamar Jackson. No, there isn't. You don't want him hurt. Like, that's yeah. just basically like if if they were like, Lamar, like, you know, yeah, like it, they're, you know, if he plays. There is a chance that, like, Steelers' defense can literally, like, destroy him and, like, basically sack him and injure him. I and... mean, but they are a little banged up, too. No, I was looking at their players, and I, they got almost three of their top tacklers are actually injured coming into this game. So I will say that that's kind of why I shaped it the way I did with, like, the mm-hmm. Steelers win this game with field goals it's ugly but they pull it out and if they lost i wouldn't be surprised if they lost that i just don't know if the baltimore if it's you know all alternate quarterback is going to come in there and do anything against the steelers defense that you know they would struggle against lamar jackson in my opinion but Mm -hmm. they i don't think they'll struggle against a backup quarterback who hasn't seen the field this year. No. I think that's the problem. That guy hasn't seen the field this the last week. The Steelers want that game because mm-hmm. otherwise they're in a bad spot. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just, that's the way I see it. I see the Steelers winning that. Who do you think wins that? Steelers. Okay, you're going with Steelers. Okay, yeah. so we're in agreement there. Yeah. Okay, so the next game um, is the Houston Texans versus the Indianapolis Colts. That's at 7.15 p.m. on Saturday. <clears throat> this is in the Dome, Indianapolis, um, Indiana, and the Houston Texans are the minus one and a half favorites. 
total at 47 and a half. Everybody knows that's listed. I've talked up to the Colts team a lot this year. A lot, you know, really impressed me with this team. Um, they've overcome adversity at the quarterback position. Their skill players have all shown their potential and they've built off a uh, patchwork defense. And then they've got the record of nine and seven fighting for a playoff spot against the Houston Texans, nine and seven, looking to have an opportunity to try to cash in and win the division, make it to the playoffs with this young team. And I do think that, you know, just everything for me, Kimmy lines up this week for the Texans to win. Mm -hmm. CJ Stroud in this Texans offense will just dice up that Colts defense. Mm -hmm. Every game I watch, you know, these last three games especially, just seeing the Colts defense just falling apart and then them somehow just with big plays and some burst runs able to win games mm -hmm. just, just finding ways to win games and it's hard to do but Gardner Minshew I, I gotta give him credit mm -hmm. because he's been gritty on the road but he hasn't been good Kimmy he has not been good it's looked very painful and here comes CJ Stroud who was potentially going to be the MVP but because he got hurt and missed some time that's out of the question now but the question is can the Texans make the playoffs and I think they will as they beat the Colts on Saturday Kimmy who wins this game I love when you're going into Indianapolis you're going to you're going into the dome um Houston I don't know, like he's like CJ Stroud is he has a good streak on him. Um and Texans really want to make playoffs. And it's close. Like you said the spread's like one and a half. Like one and a half Texans favorite, yes. Yeah, so when it gets super yeah, close. Their, like, their home building is gonna give them some fire. Yeah. We like and having a home crowd like that is a lot of persuasion right there yeah like that like that colts crowd is going to be really in it and that's yeah. a young texans team out there that's going to be a little bit nervous but i do think that cj yeah. stroud has been in some big games mm -hmm. like it's not like they haven't faced this like type of environment before like exactly seven this yeah. year and uh the total at 47 and a half i actually i i like the over because I'm mm -hmm. telling you, Colts defense cannot hold up. No. They won't hold up. No disrespect to them. They're just doing their job. But they can't hold up. Yeah. Go I, Yeah, I think, like, Houston really, like, the Texans really want to make the playoffs this year. Oh, I think it's... That is the goal. Out. So that will, like, I know they're going into, like, a dynamite building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah go rides so it's yeah a, gonna, it's a big yeah i'm gonna go with texans like i'm gonna i think we're locked in with that okay we're moving on then i like your pick mm -hmm. now here that could be contentious between us <laughs> and that's the cleveland browns versus the cincinnati Bengals. 
This is in the pay course. This is a very sexy stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. But it's going to be very cold. So there's nothing really sexy going on here. And the Bengals are 8-8. Eight and eight, And they're looking to get filthy. Because the Browns are showing up ready to rest some guys. And this 11-5 Browns team. Look. They're comfortable where they're at, I believe. I think they're coming in here like, hey, we got Joe Flacco. We don't need to play him the whole game. You know what I'm saying? This, this is a road game. This is a Bengals team that would love to, you know, just do anything they can to make it more difficult for this Browns team and the playoffs. And the Bengals just are kind of uh, a lively team at home. Defense comes alive. They've kind of been beaten up all year. Here's their kind of big hoorah at home. So I think the Bengals win this game. I think the Browns at at you know the beginning of this game. I think I do think they start someone else besides Flacco. Now, if they do start Flacco, that's fine <clears throat> because I do think the Bengals, with their quarterback Jake Browning running the ball with Joe Mixon, their unsung hero, can dictate the pace of this game. And then they have weapons at receiver. We all know them. It's not a big deal for this Bengals team to beat this Browns team. The Bengals are at home. They're they they have nothing to lose. And this Browns team, they're they're going to the playoffs. They're popping bottles. So give me the Bengals to win. But I like the Browns on the spread plus six would be the Browns because they're underdogs here. And yeah. the total at thirty-eight and a half. I actually uh, I like the over there. I like the over 38 and a half. I think it pushes over that total at the end of this one. Kimmy, who do you believe wins this game? Well, Browns are already in playoffs. And yep. Joe Flacco, like, he he has that veteran, like, status with him. Like, he's yep. he hasn't, this is not his first rodeo. Um, She'll call him us. <laughs> and I, like... I'm very thankful for him because he actually helped me like win my fantasy league. I had him. Um, I went through five quarterbacks this year. And I was a big I, fan of him when, he, uh, when he played for the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. He, he's he's good. Team. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's a good and like he. That he came off the couch and was able to do that, and I said, <laughs> okay, you know what? Then, you know, if you're good, you're just good. That's yeah. The bottom line. Like, I think it's going to be very similar to the, like, the Ravens game on Saturday. Um, You're, like, you're in the playoffs. This is the last game. You want to rest your starters because you're going, you want to go on that playoff run. And so, and Bengals have, like, nothing to lose. Like, they have Browning. Browning, Yeah. And Browning, he's a good quarterback. He's young. Yes, he is. He is a good quarterback. And he just needs time to develop. And and we know the world's going to come back, but Jake Browning will have a chance with another team. Yes, exactly. Like, Burrow's going to come back next season. Mm-hmm. On the Falcons or the Panthers. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Browning is one of the teams next year. Yeah. Well, even I'll, the Saints. Even the Saints. Yeah. I'll even take him for the Patriots. Like Even the Patriots. They're going to yeah. have a lot of options. <laughs> They're going to have a lot of options. I know. Think Well, that's the only thing going for us right now. 
But anyways, back to the game at hand. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, I for this week, I'm gonna go with Bengals. Same situation as Saturday. Like you're gonna rest your starters. It's you're gonna be... rest some starters there. Yeah, yeah. I expect guys to to not punch <laughs> in for that game. No, and it's like them adding this week 18 game. It's like some teams are already like checked out like yes and mentally yeah like, you're right checked out. that's a good point yeah like checked out meaning like they're done for the season some guys know, are playing for their jobs next year like but so. yeah and then other teams they're like well we're already in the playoffs so like why do we need to play our starters so do we need yeah um but i would like this way i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna go with eggles at home they have nothing left to lose. Next up, Minnesota are seven and nine versus the Detroit Lions, eleven and five team. The Detroit Lions are minus three on the spread. The totals at forty-five and a half. Game mm-hmm. is on Fox. Kickoff at noon. At four field, and you know, here come the Vikings. Here's a team with nothing to lose. They're angry and mad, and they would love to put a dent in the Lions uh, plans here but I don't think they will I do think the Lions will overcome a slow start I think Jared Goff will struggle a little bit in this game because the Vikings defense will be better because they got embarrassed at home and they need to finish out the year <clears throat> strong they're 5-3 and three on the road so I do like the Vikings to win this week and or I mean the Lions to win this week but the Vikings to uh play a good first half. Detroit minus 3 will they will cover at the end of the game. Total at 45 and a half. I like the over. I think it goes over 45 and a half. And uh ultimately I think the Vikings will want to see some more for their from their uh young quarterback Paul and they want to see uh, a little bit more of what he has. And uh, because they have the weapons, you know, they have Jefferson and Addison. So it's time to, you know, kind of just, hey, go out there, kid, and sling it. Let's see what you got and see if uh, we need to move on from you and maybe send you to uh, the U.S., the UFL coming up this March. Yeah. Maybe maybe that might be his uh, destiny if he doesn't have a good game here. Yeah. Because... uh, I mean, there's a chance that they put Nick Mullins in there, and mm-hmm. uh, they do have play a pretty decent game. So they they have an option or two there to get the over is what I'm looking at for the kind of like would be the best bet for people. So yeah, that would probably be the best bet. But the Lions will cover the minus three. I think the Lions win that game at home. Yes, they're not going to play a lot of starters, but it's not going to matter at the end of the day. Because the people that need to play will for them to get the win in front of their home fans. Yeah. Kimmy, who do you think went that game? Well, they played this team like two weeks ago. Like literally mm-hmm. on, on Christmas Eve and Detroit won. It was a close game though. Like it was like 30 and it's like 24. So it was not a blowout. Um, and like it's just a dead divisional matchup. And yeah like vikings are going to go into ford field and detroit's excited because they're in the playoffs for the first time in 30 years like in some people's lifetime like 
and like Detroit's in the playoffs, which it's huge. They're gonna have a big game because Vikings have a lot of problems still. Yeah, they're still a dysfunctional team. Yeah, they just you know there's just times where a player can go off, and they have a player or two back there in that secondary that can make an interception, force a fumble, you know. So they got uh, they they will have chances. The Vikings will to kind of look decent. Yeah. And I don't think they'll go out of the season looking that bad. Mm-hmm. I think that was last week. And then uh, I, I do think the Lions win. Oh, yeah. Or agreement there. Yes. Next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Tennessee Titans. And the Jaguars are 9-7 and seven on the road here in Tennessee. The Titans are 5-11. and 11. The Jaguars are minus 5.5 favorites on the spread supposed to get trevor lawrence back for this game and uh they're gonna want to play him because the playoffs are riding here total at 39 and a half and jacksonville really needs this game kimmy they have to have this game yeah so here's the thing about playing in tennessee you know I kind of like that Tennessee field. It's kind of feels like one of the smaller NFL stadiums. But okay. I think I think in this game, when you kind of get a good look at that field from like the bird's eye view, you're kind of like, oh, okay. I see that this is a field that if their fans are there, like it could be really, really a loud environment for a team. But it's not going to be a super loud environment for the Jaguars to play in. The problem's been the Jaguars' inability to get the ball to to their playmakers. And now with Trevor Lawrence back in the fold, I think that, you know, they picked up some steam last week. And I think this week they're going to continue that. And I do think they will win that game against the Titans. And, uh... I think the Titans will have a good rally. But I think ultimately the uh, Titans' problems at quarterback, going back and forth between quarterbacks because of injuries and uh, also bad bad performance, I think that's what's going to plague them in this game and allow the Jaguars to win this game late at the end. But I think the Titans cover that plus 5.5. I think the total goes over 39.5. Because mm-hmm. I do think Lawrence is the type of quarterback to rally his team. But I'm going to lean to Jaguars this week. Kimmy, what's your analysis of this game? So Trevor Lawrence has never missed a playoff game. So mm-hmm. it's... And, like, he'll play. Like, he'll he'll play if they let him. Um, oh, they, and, he has to play because they won't make the playoffs if they don't win. Well, exactly. So, and you need, like, you need your starting quarterback. You need that. It's a game that got a win now instead of a game that it was like, uh, you know, we could have rested him. But nope, they got a, he's going to play this week. Um, But something that you said that, like, Nissan Stadium in Nashville, they hold like 60,000 people. Like, it's not a, yeah, it seems. It seems like it's like the way it's built. It seems like yeah. it's kind of like it's smaller. Fit, 
Pat, yeah, yeah. It seems yeah. like it's like how they did it, how they have all the seats. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, not, it's double. It's not though. Those aren't sold out game. No. But I see a lot of Tennessee games. They're not sold out at all. Well, their last, like their last game, what was it? Um, it was against the Seahawks um, a few weeks ago. They had like sixty thousand people there. For the Seahawks, yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, like sixty thousand, that's a lot. So that's a good uh, fan base right there. Yeah. Um, a big fan base. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Jags this week. Um, they they need it. They want it. Trevor Lawrence has never missed a playoff game, so everything's just lining up for them to win this week. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for the Titans to get anything going because I don't I don't like when I see the team playing now they they look a little bit defeated. Yep. And you could kind of see it on their face that it's kind of like man we had chances but we kind of you know we we, we kind of let, we let a bunch yeah. of teams off the hook cuz those games were those games down the stretch were pretty close. And it was yeah. like man they're, they're just letting it now, obviously, they did, they're not going to play good on the road if they're from quarterbacks' problems. But you know, at home, yeah, you're playing against teams that you know are evenly matched on paper as you. But then you go to play them, and it's like all of a sudden, you guys can't figure out how what you're doing. You yeah. know, like, you look you look a little amateur, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I just feel like with the Titans, it's a team that blew all their chances. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part about it. Because there were some weeks where I was picking them. I'm like, oh, this is a great opportunity. You know, this is before they really were gonna, going through the, you know, turbul- turbulence they're going through right now. Mm-hmm. And that their quarterback is also, I mean, their head coach, Vrabel, is also going to have to kind of answer for that on what the plan is going forward. And then they're going to have to see what they can muster up in the draft. But the future is actually kind of bright for that Tennessee team. Just this season is in the dumps. So yeah. I'm like, no, the Jaguars, mm-hmm. I, I really think are just gotta just sneak past the titans there because i feel like the titans will still like they're not gonna you know give up they're they're just gonna come out there and they're just not gonna be able to match the the level the jaguars are playing at because jaguars need, need that game next up new york jets versus the new england patriots that game's at noon the Jets are six to ten. Patriots are four to twelve. New England is minus two on the spread. Totals thirty and a half. And the Patriots are the favorites in that game, but they really shouldn't be because they they just don't. I just don't see how they're the favorites in that game. I guess because they're at home. They're Foxborough, yeah. But that doesn't like worry me because there's like they don't really have much going on on offense 
and no. the Jets defense is still a decent enough defense to contain that team. So I think that the Jets will win this week because they they run the ball better than the Patriots. And then they, whoever's in there at quarterback, whoever they decide can play some quarterback this week, I don't even care. I just think the Jets will win that game. They'll at least go 7-10, and 10, and then they'll figure out their problems. But the Patriots, they're moving on from Bill Belichick. He's gone after this year. And uh, they're going to go to 4-13. And they look awful. I don't know what else to say about the Patriots. But their offense isn't going. Their defense I like. Mm-hmm. Their defense had a decent year, in my opinion, for what they had to go through. But no, don't. I think that 30-and-a-half, it stays under that. Because there are going to be many points in that game. Are you sure? Like that, yeah, um, I feel I well, my opinion is definitely there's not going to be many points in that game. I think that's like a 12 to 13 type of game. Like 25 points get scored. They were that's in, my, like, we were in Buffalo last week and the total is like 48 last week. It was close. Yeah, I think Buffalo was just taking their foot off the gas for you guys, and they were just mm-hmm. didn't really think much of you. They were like, who okay. the hell? Brady's happy. They are like, these are some jabronis. <laughs> and, they came, and then they came in there, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're actually kind of good. <laughs> Not yeah. like you guys are 12, 1-7 at home. You play your worst football at home. So I think the Jets come in there and just beat up on the Patriots. Everybody's like, "Yep, fire Belichick, clean out the clean out the staff, start new," and that's what you got to do because the culture that's a toxic culture. Yeah. So, so you got to change the culture. You got to change the head coach. There's already the reports out there that he's going to step down. So, this is going to make sure that happens, in my opinion. I take the Jets money line as the best bet there. And mm-hmm. then, uh, Kimmy, what's your analysis of this game? I'll be honest, like, ever since Bailey Zappi has come in, then they got, like, they basically benched Mac Jones. Um, I feel like there is a lot more, like, energy and a lot more stuff going on with the Patriots. Do we have an offense? No. <laughs> Everyone's either broken They're very banged up. Or, the- yeah, like, it's, it's, everyone's, everyone's broken, and it's just... Mm-hmm. Like, running back, we have Ezekiel Elliott, who is past his prime. He still wants to play. But, like, I'll be honest, I feel the Jets, they have a lot of stuff that they have to, they're also going through as well. Um, and I have a feeling, like, it's the last game of the year. Patriots are out of the playoffs. They were one of the first teams out of the playoffs. First time in a very long time that has ever happened. And... I have a feeling they're just going to go out with a bang and they're going to win at home for their final game. I like that you stick with your team and the last game of the year, you want to see them win. I hope so. Next game. for a heartbreak. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That's, it's the yeah. Atlanta Falcons are 7-9. and nine. They take on the New Orleans Saints. And uh, the Falcons, they just, you know, pretty much show their frauds. 7-9. and nine. Saints are eight and eight. They go on the road and win a one. And you know what? 
my instincts were kind of like, hey, the Saints could win that. But then my head, my, you know, I started thinking about it and I was like, oh, the Buccaneers will beat the Saints. But the Buccaneers took their foot off the gas. Baker Mayfield, known choker. So he did what he we know he will do. And then now you got Derek Carr back at home where all of a sudden he gets nervous here. Gets nervous at home, Kimmy. All of a sudden, it's like he's not supposed to play in a dome or something. <laughs> and it's like every time he's, at, he's like, they're 4-3 at home. But remember, he's getting hurt there. And this is where all the problems are happening at. And now they're without Alvin Kamara. It is just like, no, I don't see it. I don't see the Saints team being that good here. But I do see them like finding a way to win this game. And I think that the Falcons just beat themselves. But I think for the Falcons, I think they're just so tired. They had to go up into Chicago. They played in the snow very cold they're all wet they're you know just a little bit sick after the game now they gotta fly and play in new orleans so this is a rough week for that falcons team yeah. so i think that the saints win they cover that minus three and the total goes under 42 42 and a half under 42 and a half points for both teams it's not going to go over that between the two yeah and uh, Kimby, what's your analysis of this game? We're going to make it seem like playing in snow for football is not fun. That's like some of your Very best football. Fun. Very fun, but everybody will tell you that you're a little bit sick after it. You look yeah. sick. You, you just know. need a buck up. Drink some Buckleys, you'll be fine. Well, um, players, what do they do? They get in an ice bath after a, a game during the year, right? So now you're <laughs> wet and you're not getting in an ice bath. So then it's like yeah then you're getting a little bit sick because your body's got to adjust you're getting on a plane now you got to prepare for another team that's a lot yeah, that is. that's a lot <laughs> yeah that's true but you're going you're going in from an outdoor environment to an indoor environment so um it's with a, right. with a with a very physical team too it is that yeah. is true um loud fans because the Saints are going to pack it in and the fans oh, are, they are loud. Oh, it's going to be well, they will call it Mardi Gras for no reason. And look uh, at the fans. Look what they did. They put in uh, Taylor Heineke to start against the Bears. Benched them. Put in Desmond Ritter. First thing he did came in their first pass through a pick. So yeah. they're all messed up. And even yeah. Derek Carr, even though he looks scared to play football at home for some reason, like he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing at home. He finds a way to mm-hmm. to will his team to victory when they need a win. Yeah. And don't I don't like I don't like them in back to back wins, but uh I do think with a weird brand new week, first time we're getting a week eighteen, that uh yeah, I think this is why this wackiness is gonna continue. Okay. I think it will win that game against the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think we're lockstep in that. Like, Saints are going to win at home. Yeah, the Falcons' defense really showed themselves last week. The Bears don't have a bunch of guys that are doing anything. They don't have like this great juggernaut of a team. They're just an they're just an average team, and they just sliced up that Falcons' defense on a field that was super slippery too so it was like they couldn't even it was like it was an even evenly matched thing 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 8-8. Eight eight. Carolina Panthers are 2-14. Buccaneers are minus 5 on the spread here. Total of 37.5. And, and I'm done with the Buccaneers. I'm over that team. You guys couldn't win at home. Comfortable environment against a beatable Saints team. Uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers this week to win, Kimmy. I think they have enough there to beat the Buccaneers and get a third win. Bears already claimed the number one pick. So it's yeah. a done deal. And uh, the Panthers cover that plus five. That's my best bet there. And the total goes over 37 and a half because Baker Mayfield will have a rally at the end. But the yeah. Panthers ultimately are going to play really good on their home fields the last game. And they're going to win. And they're going to go out with a bang for this year. Kimmy, what's your analysis of this game? Well, like the Carolina Panthers, they're like, what, 2-14? and 14? Like That's right. And their, their coach, no, their owner got fined like $300,000. He throws temper tantrums, yes. Yeah. So, like, obviously, and he's come out and he's made a public apology. Um, right. And everything, but that's just. He's very that's sorry, sad. Kim. He's very sorry. He threw the drink. Yeah, it's. But I don't know. Like, will will the Panthers do exactly the same thing? I hope the Patriots do. Like, it's your last game at home. You're not gonna like. You're obviously not in the playoffs. They haven't been in the playoffs for like seven years. Well, there's motivation for the Panthers, and there is. Because you could stop the Buccaneers' playoff chances dead in their tracks. You could. But yep. also, like, you, I say that. With the Panthers' defense and that uh, that is known to play decent, you know, and, and contain, you know, teams on their home field. And I know they've struggled against good, good offenses. Like, offenses yeah. that put up numbers, you shouldn't be surprised that they're putting up numbers. They're good offenses. So, the Panthers are doing that. That's one thing. But this yeah. Buccaneers team... Something happened last week, and then reality set in, which is like, oh, no, we're fighting for our lives and we're on the road. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Like, I think, like, even though the Panthers are playing at home, um, I have a feeling that, like, the Bucks want to go, they want to make a playoff run. And they wanted um, that doesn't guarantee them a spot. It will help. So, it it all that does is if they win, it just means that if another team loses that they need to lose, they could get in. Yeah, there's still there's still a chance. Like if they don't win, then they're completely out. But if they win, there's still a chance. There's still a chance, yes. Yeah. But for the so... there's like their motivations this week. Okay. I'll be honest. I I think the Bucks are gonna are gonna win this week. Well, that's what we just gotta go our separate ways with. <laughs> yeah. Because I do think that everybody on that Panthers team's played for a job somewhere. That's true. I think the Buccaneers are a team that it's just a matter of can they piece it all together on the road. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 
definitely. Up next, <clears throat> this is the 325 kickoff. Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers. The Bears are 7-9, and nine, and the Packers are 8-8. Eight and eight. If the Packers win, they're in, and they claim the last seed of the playoffs. Packers are minus three favorites at home, total at 44 and a half. I think that total goes over because I think Jordan Love and the Packers offense will roll that Bears defense. The Bears defense is banged up. And uh, they got by in that Falcons game against an offense that just couldn't get anything going. I mean, there was nothing going for the offense. So with an offense that's actually going, it's a different story for the Bears. This is a back team that at home, in front of their fans, on their field, they have all the motivation in the world to do this. In this spot last year, actually, when Aaron Rodgers could not get them in. They had a winning-in scenario, couldn't get it done. Now this year, new quarterback, new vibes. This was a rebuild, and now they have a chance to make the playoffs. Completely turned heads. So I'm going with the Packers this week. I think the Bears actually crumble on the road, in my opinion. I think they crumble. And I think that Justin Fields is going to be playing for the Atlanta Falcons next year. And if he's not playing for the Falcons next year, they missed out because uh, that that would be a great addition to their team because they have a bunch of good weapons. And I think the Falcons got a great um, audition from Justin Fields last week. Kimmy, what's your analysis of Bears versus Packers this week at Lambeau? So, regarding about, like, the game against, like, the Bears and the Pack, um, I, I w- like, I would love to see the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. Not only will you be happy, will a couple of my friends be happy that, that their team is in the playoffs, but I think Jordan Love and company is going to prove that they want that last playoff spot. So, I'm going to go with the pack this week. I love how you put it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I think the best bet there is the over. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it goes over 44 and a half points. Then the Denver Broncos versus the Las Vegas Raiders comes on uh, as well. 325 kickoff. Broncos are 8 and 8. Raiders are 7 and 9. Las Vegas is a minus two and a half favorites here, total at 38 and a half. Their problem is the quarterback position. You know, they're just, there's a lot of struggles right now with this offense, but they did look decent up in Indianapolis. And now when they come back home, they seem to steady the ship. I think they win. They beat the Broncos and the Broncos with Jared Stidham have an ugly day. And I think it's very ugly. I think he gets probably benched because that Raiders defense isn't going to play around. They're going to they're going to win this game, last game of the year, at home in Allegiant Stadium. Very nice weather, and uh, because of you know this will be a controlled environment. So give me the Raiders in that one, Kimmy. What's your analysis of Broncos versus Raiders in Week 18? I know at the beginning of the season it was like Broncos, like let's ride. Um, Broncos mm-hmm. country, let's and ride. And they played at home in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think 
I think Raiders are going to like come out and win this. They game. get their payback. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good. That's my mentality. They get their payback in this one. Yeah. And but then they put the Broncos at eight and nine, and they're eight and nine. I think it's fitting. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants. Three twenty-five kickoff. Eleven and five Eagles team versus a Giants team that's five and eleven. Eagles are minus five on the spread, total at 41 and a half. Tyrod Taylor in at quarterback for the Giants. And they're at home in the Meadowlands. Ghost on the field. Ghost is a little bit drunk or a little bit blind or something because the the ghost uh, got the Giants, right? They should have beat the Rams on the kicker. The ghost goes out there, knocks the ball a little bit over. So, yeah. So, you know, there it goes, you know, ghost blows a little bit of wind on the ball. Yeah. Not going to go through Mason Crosby, you know, made sure of that. But I think that this week, as much as I'd actually like to see that Giants team pull out a win there, I think they're going to go 5-12, and 12, unfortunately. And the Eagles are going to get them. Um, because I just don't see the Giants having enough. Their defense is too thin. They've uh, They've thinned out on offense. And Tyrod Taylor's really banged up too. So I like the Eagles to win that game. They cover the minus five. Goes over 41 and a half. Kimmy, what's your analysis of Eagles versus Giants? Well, like you're playing at East Rutherford. A lot of shit goes down in East Rutherford. I'm like totally you. you say ghost. Like when I was there, like I was there when the black cat ran on the field. Like, at a Halloween weekend. Like, huh. it just is fucking crazy in East Rutherford. Um, but, like, you also gotta, like, you also gotta, like, look at... I don't know what happened with the Eagles last week. But, like, basically, Jalen Hurts didn't get going until, like, the second half. Right. And I, like... I, he gets upset. He's getting his head because he's he's got a lot of pressure on him because he went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. So he's got a lot of pressure he gets in his head. And it, but believe me, I do think this team will refocus. I mm-hmm. think they'll bounce back. But they're like they're already in the playoffs and everything. Like it's like it's important to get that number two seed. You want that so you could play. That's true. But also so you, like you know, because yeah. you're looking at it as like, hey, we get that first playoff game as a home game. So it's important for the Eagles to, you know, lock that up. Basically, the Lions, they're 11 and 5. They won the division, right? So they locked mm-hmm. up the division. Yeah. But they want to win that game against the Vikings because then they go to 12 and 5. And then you look at, oh, okay, now they'll have that number two seed. Yeah. Because they locked it up before they could lock it up down there in the NFC East mm-hmm. or over there, NFC East, I should say, where the Eagles and the Cowboys are fighting for that spot. Because mm-hmm. if the Cowboys can't win this week or the Eagles can't win this week, then the Lions are going to get that first playoff game at home, which would be crazy. Yeah. So I think for the Eagles and the Cowboys, they're going to go try, you know, pretty hard to win that game mm-hmm. because important for the Cowboys and the Eagles to try to lock up the division. Yeah. Now, it's going to be tricky if 
they both win for the Eagles and Cowboys. Then it's going to come down to a couple other factors. But I do think the Eagles will win, and then they'll just let the factors play out. I think that their defense is sound, and they will bounce back and win this game uh, because the Giants are are banged up enough. And this is so deep into the season now. You're talking about an extra week. And uh, that's a whole extra week of preparation and preparing. doesn't matter if you're at home. It's still a lot of work. And like you said, teams that are mentally checked out, what are the Giants playing for? You're just in front of your home fans. You were there just a week ago. Um, and, you you know, you let, you let it, uh, a team not as good as the Eagles off the hook. So I do think that the Eagles will get that one. Okay. What was your final opinion on that? Well, you know me. I like I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they have a good team. And I just, I don't know what happened last week, but obviously they want to fight for that number two seed. So I'm going to go, and obviously the Eagles are the better team in this case. Um, maybe they just lost their footing last week, got distracted. And as you said, they're going to be focusing, and I believe they're going to win this week. Right on. I liked your pick. Next game, Seattle Seahawks, 8-8 eight and eight versus the Arizona Cardinals, 4-12. and 12. This is in Arizona, Glendale, Arizona, at the State Farm Stadium. Seahawks are minus 2.5 favorites here, total at 47.5. I don't like how the Seahawks have traveled this year, 3-5 and five on the road. Kyler Murray with the big surprise win last week. I think he gives you another surprise, another bon voyage, and uh, sends the Cardinals to 5-12 and 12 mm-hmm. with some help from James Conner, with some help from uh, Terry McBride, and a few other of the notable players on that defense come and make some big plays against a Seahawks offense that I think is going to uh, sputter out on the road in Arizona, where teams tend to do that. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals there, Kimmy. What's your analysis of uh, Seahawks versus Cardinals this week? Uh, we're in Arizona. Um, yeah, Kyle Marie had a good game last week. Um, this is... Mm, I think I'm gonna. It's a tough pick. Yeah, yeah like it's like the thing is like I like paper, but I think just like some teams get hot at, at a certain time, and the Cardinals are kind of hot right now. Yeah. And the Seahawks pulled off, in my opinion. They're hot at the wrong time. That's the problem. Like yep. they're hot at the very end of your season. Like you're gearing up for next year. Um, yeah. but yeah, like last week and they blew it at home. Yeah. Like they're probably, yeah, they're probably gonna do the exact same thing. I like I, like I feel like the Patriots are gonna do. You feel like the Panthers are gonna do. Like they're gonna close out the season. They want to win at home in front of their home fan base. Yeah, Arizona is not in the playoffs. They were nowhere near the playoffs this year. Um, And we heard so that that really shot their chances in the foot. I think if he played, it would have been a. They would have been a really big contender if Kyler Murray was healthy. Yeah, Yeah. they would have been contending for that final playoff spot. Yeah.
I like the cards on that one. They're going to wait home at like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. There you go. See, I know what's going on. You know what's going on. Next yeah. game, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers, 325 p.m. kickoff on CBS at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. The Chiefs are 10 and 6. The Chargers are 5 and 11. The Chargers are minus 3 on the spread, total at 35 and a half. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs on the road in a game they do want to win. They need that game, actually. And mm -hmm. uh, the Chargers aren't playing for anything. Yeah. And they have nothing going for them. It's billed for next year. So I do think you get, like, an inspired effort. But it, like, doesn't give them a lot of points. But the uh, yep. Chargers are favorite, minus three. So I like the Chiefs' money line as the best bet. Yeah. And uh, at 35 and a half, I actually like the under. I do like, I like the under there. Yeah, I think it's under because I don't think Chargers score much. And I don't no. think the Chiefs need to score much. They're just going to need to get a nice lead. And then they can, you know, run the ball, get this game pretty much, uh, get this game done, and they can get out of there. Kimmy, what's your analysis? Chiefs versus Chargers. I want the Chiefs to be in the playoffs. They need this game. Yeah, they're going like, to get it. Things have not... Things have been not been going the greatest way for the Chiefs this season. Because Chargers are awful. That's I mean, that's true. like, that's in my opinion, they're the worst team. What? what? In my opinion, the Chargers are the worst team. Worse than Patriots? Yeah, because the Chargers quarterback's the worst quarterback. All right. Worst. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not yeah. that bad. Bad. <laughs> Okay, he's okay. awful. Okay, I believe Bostic, that dude. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Chiefs this week. It's kind of yeah, a no brainer. Quarterback is the worst. They, would they? There's nobody else they have behind them. They don't got no. anybody. No. Anybody else they throw in there is an amateur. Yeah. He's not gonna know the system. He hasn't seen the field. The Chiefs' defense is still good. They still got to play most of their guys. It's not like they have a bunch of different guys to play. They still got to play most of their guys. They need mm -hmm. the game, you know. So it's a game. It's an important game for the Chiefs. They got to win that one. Mm -hmm. As the sports books now, people, while they're lacking on that, because the Chiefs are coming to win that game. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Rams take on the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are nine and seven. Clinched into the playoffs, they made it, and the 49ers are 12 and four, number one seed. The 49ers are minus three and a half on the spread, total at 42 and a half. And you know what? You know I kind of do understand that why the 49ers are favored there because they're not going to play a lot of their starters. But like I said, it's not like they have a ton of guys to pick from. They have a certain amount of guys at each position. Yeah. There's a certain amount of guys have to play. So for the Rams, you already made the playoffs. Now what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to play all your guys and then go risk one of your best guys getting hurt for the playoffs? So I think both of these teams are going to rest some guys. And I think it's a good first half, competitive. All the starters, most of the starters at least play in the first half. Then most of the backups and subs second unit guys third unit guys play that second half 
And I think the 49ers have a better second and third unit. And they win. I think they win it. And they go to 13 and 4 in the year. Rams go to 9 and 8. Kimmy, what's your analysis of Rams versus 49ers? I, to be honest, like both teams are, both teams are like they're already in. This is kind of just a game that needs to be played. Um, yep. And you're like 100%. Like they're going to be resting in their starters. Like um, for the Rams, like you got like Nakua. Like he's, he'll play through any injury. And like literally, like he's been banged up a couple times. And they said, nope, you can't play. And he's like, nope, put me in coach. And he went back and forth locker room field locker room field um but like also like the Niners also have like a good unit as well like they have Christian McCaffrey they have correct like they have he won't play this week at all no he won't play at all but they do have a great unit like you said when they get to the playoffs and I hope to have you back on to talk about the playoffs when they get to the playoffs and I'll just do it round by round but when they um when they get there when you get to that 49ers game they're gonna be at home yeah. So that's play their best football anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. The fans are getting a treat here, you know? Yep. Well, but I could say like... for both teams this week to win. But also, like, it's like for the Niners being at home, like, number one seed, you're like, there's going to be guys there that haven't played all year. Like, you have your third string quarterback probably going out there doing a couple, like, doing a couple snaps. Um, like you have guys that to their third quarter or something. Yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of just like they'll they'll have, like they'll probably want to test some new stuff out because this is if you want to test some new stuff out, this is this is the perfect game to do it for both teams. Like, um, and it's it's really just a toss up, really. Like most likely, the Niners are. Because the Rams want a win to have some motivation going into the playoffs. Because they got to play that first week. They do. But they also don't want to risk getting someone hurt like their star running back or Puka Nakua or Cooper Cup who's back in there. Yeah. And that's going to cause some issues, I think, like you think. And the 49ers are going to end up winning that game. Yeah. I probably like to be safe like of course like the rams really want to get that win going into the first week of the playoffs but most likely it's probably going to be the niners are going to come out with the win like everyone's it's they're not going to play it's not going to be hard football that's not what it's going to be like it's going to be like we're here this is the final game of the year we're both in the playoffs let's have some fun let's go like it's but yeah the niners are probably going to win this week Beautiful. Next game, 325, last 3 p.m. kickoff game. <clears throat> and this is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Commanders. And the Cowboys are 11-5. and five. Washington Commanders are 4-12. and 12. And Dallas is minus 13 favorites on the road here in a game they want to win. They want to win this game, like I said, to lock up uh, some home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah. Win the division. This is for their division. But it's not enough. It's not enough for the Cowboys, Kimmy. They're going to choke this one. Really? Because they're still going to the playoffs. And one thing they showed me is when they go on the road, 
they're three and five on the road. Mm -hmm. They're not a star team on the road at all. No. As a matter of fact, they went places and shriveled up to nothing. No. Like Arizona. So here they are in Washington. Cold, chilly game. And I think the Cowboys show some of their other side, the side they or fans don't want to see. And the Washington Commanders go out with a bank, go to five and twelve, get their second home win. And I think the, you know, they need something to give their season ticket holders for next year. And I think this is a, a way they could do it. They do have weapons on offense. Mm -hmm. They have a great running back, Brian Robinson, monster, freaking monster. Then they have wide receivers who are fast and have speed. And I don't think the Cowboys are taking this serious as 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 serious as people think. So I think Washington is going to creep up on this team and give them a little hello yeah. and uh, goodbye <laughs> for the end of the year. Like, uh, because remember, the Cowboys already beat the, you know what I mean? Already came up and beat on the Commanders. You know, so it's like one of those things where it's like, hey, here's an opportunity. We can make sure the Cowboys don't win the division. You know, we have a chance to make sure they don't win the division at least. And yeah. it's like a Super Bowl for them right now. If you <laughs> think about it. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, it's kind of a Super Bowl. Last time they played the Cowboys, they got routed. Now they're at home against the Cowboys in a game that means something. Like, I'm going to take the Commanders. I feel like there's got to be an upset this week. Are they going to choke, though? That's the thing. The Cowboys on the road, that's where they could, they will choke. At home, no. At home, no. I don't see them choking. But they're not at home this week. They're on the road. I I don't know if you've seen videos. Um, I've never been to AT&T Stadium. Um, it's huge. I've seen... Oh, they have an awesome field. Their field's freaking sick. Yeah. But also their fan base will trample each other. Like I don't know yeah, if it's won't. general. I don't know if it's general. Like why why run? You buy tickets, you already know what seats you're gonna be in, but they open the gates, legit run. People are trampling. It's like Black Friday. People lately oh, yeah. are just trampling it's each other. Like it's it's actually a good field. Yeah. Um that's actually but, a good field. Well, that's the reason why Cowboys they are so good at home. They feed off of their fan base and they know how to use that. Well, the Cowboys um, are, but on your FedEx field, this is a good field, but it gets torn up pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fairly quickly, field will get torn up. But aren't also, like, I've heard rumors that, like, Washington, like, is moving to, like, Maryland or something. I mean, there's a lot of that going around. I kind of want to <laughs> see what else they say. That's true. Because that FedEx true. field is in Landover, Maryland right now. That's true. But they're talking about, like, the team itself, the name of the team, yeah, changing. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see about it. What, the Maryland Commanders? That just sounds weird. No. no. It would change the Commander bar. I think they agreed to change that. Well, haven't they, haven't they also been requested to, like, buy numerous people to go back to the Redskins? Yes, but I don't know if they will go back to the Redskins. They might choose a different name, like something that's more you know a, like you know pc culture guard guardians like cleveland 
<laughs> so no, well, I don't think there would because there's a UFL team called the Guardians. Oh, okay. I was just putting that out there. Um, it's but, a great name, but that's why a team picked that already. I think they're the New York Guardians, I believe. Yeah. That's how look, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, like, you never know. Like, Cowboys might come in. It's but it's a divisional rival. Washington has nothing left to lose. Like, they're not in the playoffs at all. Can they right. make the Cowboys' life miserable? Of course. Like, if they... Like, if they beat them this week, then that they don't lose. Like, they have to go extra steps in the playoffs. And they're a lower seed. So, but I'll be honest, I think Cowboys really want to be in the playoffs. I know they're playing against Washington. They're, playing against they're going to the playoffs. What? Well, I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm aware. Just, We're in the playoffs. Just better of the division, and I think yeah. that the Eagles will take it. That's true. That's true. Um, but I'll be honest, like I think I think the boys are gonna win this week over the commanders. All right. Respect your pick. We move on. Buffalo Bills versus Miami Dolphins. The Bills are ten and six. The Dolphins are eleven and five. The Bills are minus three on the spread. The total at forty nine and a half. This is in Miami Hard Rock Stadium. And I don't think the Bills fl- uh, flinch this week, Kimmy. I think that they're favorites for a reason. Miami's yes. really banged up. They're going to rest as many guys as they can because they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. And the Bills are going to end up winning that game. Mm-hmm. I do think the Bills win that game and improve to 11-6. and six. The Dolphins go to 11-6. and six. And I think just by the way everything happens that, you know, the Dolphins... Just go have to play a road game in the playoff for their first game. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. Because I think the Bills don't flinch when they come into Miami. And Miami, no. even if they play their best football at home, I do believe that this is a Bills team that in the playoffs, I, I don't trust, to be honest. But this isn't the playoffs. No. And I think this game, like... Being as late as it is really helps the Bills being on the road. Mm-hmm. Late game. Late game, 7-20, kickoff, NBC. That's where you can watch it. Kimmy, what's your analysis of Bills versus Dolphins in the final game of Week 18? I think this is a really good matchup. Um, yeah. I like As soon as I saw it, I was like, yes. like This is a good matchup. Like Dolphins are good this year. Bills are good this year. Bills defense, oh, they are when they're good they're good and like last week for example like it was like sack after interception after sack after like interception leading to a touchdown and like fumble recovery and I think like Bill's defense is like number one for a reason um there's a reason why they're called Bill's Mafia um and I, like, I agree with you. Like, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, but I feel the Buffalo Bills are going to come out on top this week for the final game of the 2023 season. So we're, we're in agreement there on the yeah. final game from NFL Week 18. <clears throat> Kimmy, it was a great season. It was yeah. a lot of fun this year. Um, yeah. I had a lot of fun watching. I thought that overall... Um, 
it started off as kind of looking like it was going to be a real down year for the NFL, but it turned mm-hmm. into a down year for a few teams mm-hmm. and actually a really good year for a lot of teams. Yeah. And I think that's the way that, that this season will be remembered. It should be remembered, mm-hmm. but it was awesome to have you on. I appreciate your time and your patience and your courtesy. You're really awesome. And I can't wait to have you back on for the playoffs. If you do come back on, that'll be great. Of course. I'll see but what I can. to everybody. Awesome. But to everybody else, bon voyage for now. This is the final NFL podcast for the regular season of this year. <laughs>